0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. this, Cowboys? Yes! Go, Cowboys! This, this is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs.
1: Media Mash, let's ride.
2: <laughs> there you go again. It is. Russell Wills.
1: Tuesday, going into the Thanksgiving Day week. Yes, I still mentioned Big Russ who's making what 49 million or something like that. Uh is about, more than me. I know about that to much. Get, more than uh, me. About to give his old team a top 10 draft pick. So, all right. Hey, Russell Wilson here. Uh, Media Mash, where we have our Cowboy Insiders bringing us information today. It is Jane Slater and her three Amigo Negro friends. Wow. You got <laughs> Kevin Bray, 105 uh, through the fan, Claire Yes. Zilk of the yes. uh, Fort Worth Star-Telegram. I and and, say that. And then you. And I won't. That's right, Jane. That's why I
2: just did it for <laughs> that's you. That's why he said Jane it for Slater you. Jane Slater <laughs> I'm not even I touching
1: I learned a that.
3: lot two years ago. Thanks, guys.
1: There you go. There you go. So, so Jane, here's Here's my question come, for you come Thanksgiving Day, working at yeah. NFL Network. What time do you have to be at the stadium? And, and, you know, because I watch those morning shows. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is this way, this way early. I, You know, I'm just chilling.
3: I know, shockingly, I don't wake up looking like this. So I do have to get up about 530. I'm at the stadium by 7. Uh, my first live shot will be at about 8 a.m. on Saturday. Uh, Thursday, what what day is it? Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm there until the end of kick. So, I mean, the end of the game. So I'll get out of there about um, 7 o'clock.
4: Oh, oh, contraire. oh, contraire. It's about a 12-hour day. Oh, contraire. You're like hours. Queen Bay. You woke up like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I
3: woke up like this. Clarence. I woke up like this. There are long days, but I'm so used to working Thanksgiving. I mean, even when I worked in local news, I had to work Thanksgiving. You know, when you don't have the kids or the husband, you always sort of put your hand up so you get New Year's off. I always get the fun holidays, 4th of July, <laughs> Memorial. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, New Year's uh, is lit. That's a good holiday. Right, yeah, so fun, yeah. so
1: yeah, one hundred has uh, one hundred The fan has the game. Official Cowboy Station. So work day for you and mm-hmm. then, of course, work for you, Clarence. and work day as well. So I'm still people who've known me forever, and it's like all your friends who they know what you do. Yeah. They still ask you, "What are you doing for Thanksgiving?"
3: <laughs> <laughs> My mother asks me this like every year too, and I'm I, I I'm always incredulous. I'm always like, "Mom, I work Thanksgiving and I work Christmas," and we've always sort of built our holidays around it. Um, But I do get fed very, very well, Jerry Jones. I mean, the press box. Best in the game. You guys go to multiple press boxes. Uh, We could power rank them. But Jerry Jones never does us wrong. It's the best meal that you'll ever have.
1: No, no, Jerry's, Jerry's good. Jerry's good. I, I did enjoy Green Bay. That
4: was good. No, is, they that really? Yeah, they have great food to pass about. But yeah, Thanksgiving Day, my kids used to get mad. They didn't really understand it. Dad, why you have to work on mm. Thanksgiving and Christmas? And my daughter, used to be mad at Jerry Jones. My young love, I want to talk to Jerry Jones. You're always <laughs> gone on Thanksgiving. Which one was it? I was like, the feisty one, the, the lawyer, <laughs> the, okay. the, the activist. She, wants to, she was like, why are you always gone? And why do you can't do... But yeah, families, I have family come in. Like everybody's coming Doing most A lot of times, they celebrate Thanksgiving here with me, even though I'm at the game, because I can't go out of town and <coughs> celebrate it with them. Right. So I got everybody coming to town. I Bring got it to
1: you. And who's the people coming to for the house? Half... It, it's the Jonas Brothers, Jane. I think it's just one oh, of that's them, right? right. No, three. Is it all, Is them? It's it's all, three all three? All of them. Everybody.
4: Wow. It's all, all of them. Jerry
1: won everybody. You remember the Jonas Brothers? Yeah, I do. You know, I interviewed <laughs> them
3: once in Denver. My grandmother has like this, like framed photo of me and the Jonas Brothers in their early days. Uh, but yeah. Kind of fun.
1: Locker room today. Uh, I went yesterday. Um, that was sad yesterday. I, what I was sad. Nobody in there. Everybody was running out. Oh, I, I was like, what was so Those sad were days about it? I just don't there was Nobody there. Yo, you they, they were there. Like, yeah. Michael was there. He wasn't talking. People uh-huh. were just running out. Oh, like, yeah, well, well, they it. saw the you coming and said, we got to go away. Yeah, this dude this didn't even, for the people who did talk, he didn't even participate. You didn't. Oh, do you for took away. Him. No, J. Rod. Now tell me who talked
4: today. the no tell me who talked today. Oh, the, they were all loaded today. Okay, who talked today? You know, I, I went. Out to I t- played. I
1: played hits. I went to TCU. <laughs> I, I played I, hits. After yesterday, I was so <laughs> discouraged. I played hits. I went to TCU. I was like, you know what? They'll go talk to me. TCU I, me. deserves a little love I'm right kidding, now. I, huh? I, I played hits. Mm, get away we with it, all that, stars. We huh?
2: got Zeke.
4: We got Tony Pollard. We got Micah. I saw Dak was doing
2: a lot of talking today, too. Today was a day. Yes.
1: Yes, it was. That's what yes, I love about
3: Dak, though. You know, like there's so many quarterbacks uh, that that literally give you their allotted time and then they walk off. Not only did he talk at his locker, but then he sat down and allowed us to continue asking questions, and, which it, helps us. And you know?
4: really, he was not scheduled to talk today. He yeah. was really scheduled to talk tomorrow. May not, because there have been times when the quarterback hadn't talked. Because it's a short week of the short weekend, he usually talks on Thursday. He said, Let's do it today. You I know, and let's, let's do it right here in the locker. You know, we don't need to go to the podium. Let's do it right here. But yeah, he, I said, Let's do it. So and I Some gather- of these
3: guys, when they've been around for a while, you know, this is year seven for him. I mean, they, they changed. You know, they do a lot of the media Tony changed, let's ten-
1: be honest.
3: He did. I mean, you want to say it, I'll say it. It was T- frustrating at Tony times, changed. right?
1: Tony
4: Celebrity that, quarterback. That has not changed. He has not that's changed been at the all. same guy. And
3: that's why I think a lot of people don't understand why he gets, I won't say it's favorable media coverage. I mean, it is, but more benefit of the doubt because he, of the doubt, you because mean you mean will... locally
4: not nationally because right, nobody I, gives him anything right benefit but I, of the yeah, doubt. They stay on
2: his neck nationally but <laughs> I think he's
3: always honest he's as honest as he can be he'll sit there and talk with you even when we ask you know dumb questions he he answers them I mean they're these guys when you go to other teams they can be really really frustrating but I always appreciate that he knows that we've got a job to do
1: I did um I was interested in his comment talking about Odell Beckham Jr. that he, mm. and he spoke on that. So go ahead, well, ahead. you know it,
4: it, it's funny because we made fun of it, and, and I, I, I literally, and you've covered just not as long as me, but you've been around, and you have certainly been at other teams. But I've never seen a team, and let's use the word the kids use, you kids. Oh, okay. Thirst. Yeah. For a free agent player, openly mm. thirst. Parched, they thirsty. <laughs> never seen a team thirst from GM, owner, head coach, players, locker room. Never seen a team recruit openly thirst. Always publicly, uh-huh. whatever you want. It feels like Texas going so she, after Arch Manning. Yeah, what it feels so, like. So, but 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 yeah, I've never seen a team openly thirst for a player, for a player like this. You know, and and yes, the negative part of me says they messed up with Amari Cooper. The positive part says they recognize that. They have a chance to win, and they're doing what they need to do to really maximize this opportunity right now. And they know, everybody knows, they need help at receiver and could use help to put them over the top in what is a wide-open NFC.
3: And here's what I love about it, too, Clarence, is they don't have to give up a draft pick. No. And typically when you go after some of these free agents, specifically what's-his-face down in Houston, you're giving up draft capital. And that's the one thing that the Cowboys around here covet because they've built this team through the draft. And look at how mm -hmm. well these young guys have played. And that's when we talk about the piece of the pie. When you're bringing in these young guys, you're not having to pay them the way that you pay some of these veterans. And so I'm like you, Clarence, because typically, you know, I always do my due diligence. I reach out to my sources. What do you think about this player? And it's, I wet blanket a lot of them, but this one feels very, very real. And I had heard from similar sources, not dissimilar from what Dak was saying today. He said in his conversations with OBJ, it feels mutual. Now, obviously, there's money. And when we talk about the Giants, the Giants have nothing at wide receiver. They shouldn't have traded Kadarius Toney. I mean, if you consider or that they situation. Are now, yes. uh, so they might be able to put up more money, and Brian Dable might be able to convince them that it makes more sense. But when you look at the way the Cowboys played – on Sunday, and if they can if they can continue with that consistency from the defense, the special teams, to the quarterback, I can see why this makes a lot more sense. Not to mention, no state income tax. I know that sounds crazy, but when I caught up with OBJ at Pro Bowl a couple years ago, I joked to them, you know, you've got Texas connections. Do you ever see yourself come to Dallas? It's like, I'd love to come to Dallas. So the fact that this thing's popping up is really interesting to me. I truly believe that OBJ lands here. Well, That's and just and
4: and yeah. and I know you did the talk. But his his dad's <laughs> Wait,
2: his, his,
1: I have something. To
2: I got him later tonight. I'm not even worried about. It. I got him later tonight. His, his dad's
4: from here, yeah. you know, from Texas. You know, played against the great Carter teams. Remember the Carter Cowboys that the one state title. But let's be honest about the Giants. Now. I'm sure the Chiefs and some Buffalo are interested as well. But the Giants. Lost two receivers this year to ACL injuries on that turf in New mm, York.
3: That turf looked bad when we were up there. Remember okay.
4: that? Okay. Why would Not he want to go coming rest. off ACL injury, coming off his second ACL injury of his career? Yes, the Giants may pay more money, they probably desperately have to pay more money. Why would he want to go play on that turf?
3: And is there any bad blood about when he when he went out the door? Remember it I mean look. But Time all heals gone. all wounds. But they're all gone, they're they're all gone and and, and,
4: right. and money heals all wounds.
3: But we're still talking about <laughs> an owner that you had to deal with, right? Now, granted, it's a different GM, it's a different yeah. situation, it's a different locker room. And I do think Brian Dable is special, but do you think that Daniel Jones is the type of quarterback that can take you to Super Bowl? Or do you think Dak right. Prescott is?
4: Right. There's no there's no guarantee Daniel Jones is their quarterback next year because he wants the multi-year deal.
3: And then when you look at the injuries they've got to their defense, uh so I just think when I'm looking at a lot I mean, I think San Francisco could one hundred percent be in a play here, but I just still think based on people I've talked to, riches. both close to him and in this building, to your point, I think they know that they made a mistake with the with the Amari Cooper. They made a mistake when they let Des go and it was quarter I mean, it was wide receiver by committee and they rectified that with the first round pick. They're trying to rectify it here, and they don't have to give up a first-round pick. That's what I think makes this thing so different than the other free agency pursuits. Hey, Kevin. Kevin, (laughs) Kevin, you want to
1: talk?
2: I think my thing is there was mutual interest in Bobby Wagner. There was mutual interest in Von Miller. The price tag just wasn't right for this team and those two players. What to me says that this player is the right one based on other situations that we've seen before. And if we're to believe Dak Prescott and what he's saying, all of these players, these coaches, even to Jerry Jones – they seem like they know what time it is and what he can do for this football team. And it, Jerry Jones is to be believed about, I will write any check in order to get the next Super Bowl championship well, you've got a chance to prove it right now and write this check to Odell Beckham Jr., and you've got a chance to do it on a national stage on Thursday against a team that he used to play with. So I look at it as the Odell Beckham Bowl on Thursday, and if you win that game, it signals to me that he knows where the best place is for him to be able to have a chance to maximize yeah, the championship. And, I, and the
4: difference between those other two is the urgency is different now. Yeah. One thing in the offseason, you got the money, and, and clearly Bobby Wagner and, and, and Von Miller, they're pretty good at pass rush. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty good at riding. I mean, we like had it.
2: questions about it, though, going into yeah, the yeah, year. Yeah, you did. Yeah. But, but,
4: but, but they felt good about their guys. and oh, We like our guys. And, you know, they were right about liking those yeah. guys. Yeah. Armstrong. Shout strong. out to Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. they, they, they were right about liking those guys. They were wrong about liking those guys at receiver. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the urgency is now. The thirst is now. They're parched.
3: <laughs> well, and <laughs> I truly get yeah. the sense that, you know, say what you will about jerry i think he's a pretty smart businessman and when he's looked at this roster you know he even said to us what was it a couple games back mm-hmm. and i asked him about are you going to be active in free agency he said it would take a deon sanders type player then he goes on the fan and he says i love the interest from the locker room it feels like what troy and emmett said right. to me about Dion." and i was like oh that's very interesting to me uh but i truly believe that jerry thinks a lot of the injuries are behind them knock on wood um, that this team is playing with the cohesiveness and they're rallying behind the coach, that he's got something special. And what has separated a lot of these teams that have gone on to win the Super Bowl is they have sort of – they've made the move, and the Cowboys haven't really done that. So yeah. this would the be – The Rams got team. Odell uh, Beckham Jr. last year. <laughs> this is a move that you yeah. can make.
4: And what he said this morning on the radio, we talk about – we are talking about the money and, and, and the injury, and he said – that's why we have a chance to get him, right? You know, if he wasn't hurt, he'd already be signed with somebody else. Okay, if he wasn't hurt, he'd probably already got big money by somebody else. And and to me, the money is a fact. He wants a multi-year deal. How much do you pay a guy coming off ACL injury who wants a multi-year deal? But I think they get the sense that it ain't gonna be. A break the bank type deal because everybody understands that the reality of the situation that there's only, only so much you can make from anybody in your situation at 30 years old, coming off your second ACL. And if you want to win, if it's about that, I think that Jerry is going to try to be the salesman and convince him this is the best place to be.
3: I think the other thing we haven't really talked about is how much do these players love the way Mike McCarthy gives them the veteran days off. That'd you don't have to practice yeah. a ton. I want you to protect your body. I think if you talk to the players, they're going to say it's, it's not like they're forcing the product out in the field. They're listening to players. And they also have so many guys who've come back from injury and done a good job as a result of it. And so I think some of that stuff sort of speaks volumes to OBJ when a lot of teams are like, hey, I'm paying this money for a Maserati. I want to see the Maserati out of the garage. And they're like, nah, we like the Maserati. And we want to be able to use it as an option, but I don't need to drive it every day.
1: So let me ask this. Are they bidding against themselves? Kevin.
2: It mm-hmm. sounds like it. Mm-mm. I, here's the way I feel about it, because the Cowboys have clearly been the loudest ones in the room about all of this. We haven't heard from any other players in large amounts talking about, we want Odell Beck. We've heard about Von Miller, you know, the recruitment that he's doing. But this team has been the loudest ones in the room about all of this. And I just wonder how many teams are actually interested in Odell Beckham Jr., given what he's coming off well, of and dealing
4: with. He's already come out and talked about the teams that have made contact with him. I mean, the Cowboys, again, that's why it's crazy because we've never seen a team openly talk about a player like this. Yeah. Well, and it's it w- hard,
3: too, when they're free agents. Right. right? It's like, hard to you're do yeah. About yeah, and-
4: yeah. So, I mean, the fact that the Cowboys are doing it doesn't mean that it's just means that they're the ones that's openly talking about it. But, yeah, there are other teams that want him. What I was going to say is that you brought up the 49ers, and everybody brought up the 49ers. That's a team that's allegedly interested.
3: How much do you trust Jimmy G? <sighs>
4: I would be scared if he went on the Forty Nine. The way that yeah, team is constructed, the players they have already—oh, I agree—the running game they already got McCaffrey to the, the, you know, you know,
2: I, And OBJ knows California well, you know. <laughs> and, and, and,
4: and oh my God, they're already a scary. That's the team that that scares me the most as far as who can be a formidable foe in the pro season. Adding Obel, Odell Beckham to that, you know, that that that's going to be tough to beat. But I think that's and I was going to say that. If I'm Jerry, I'm getting them to keep away for the 49ers.
3: John Lynch is a shrewd businessman. I mean, that Christian McCaffrey trade shocked everybody.
4: I mean, and and, and you look at the numbers – you know, since since the McCaffrey trade and, and how much, you know, it didn't go well the first game, but just look at the offensive numbers and how they've produced and how they've been so much more productive on offense. And I, you know, and I still think Debo Samuels is the best running back on the team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, but,
2: I mean, just get it to him in space and oh let him go do his God. thing. You know? well, yeah, they, they, I mean,
3: the a, West does feel like it's a little bit easier, too, when you look at the East right now. The right,
4: West is wide open. I mean, it's easy, yeah, for yeah. sure. There's nobody in the AFC West. I mean, NFC West.
1: All right, let's get a break in here. Micah Parsons dealing uh, a little bit of a little nicked up here let's let's get his take he spoke in the locker room today we'll get more into that with clarence hill the four star Kel- telegram got kevin gray of 105.3 the fan and jane slater of nfl network i'm newey scruggs this is media mash right here on dallas Cowboys.com radio Here's to the Cowboys.
0: Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas.
6: When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, NA Equal Housing Lender, credit and collateral are subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The
0: season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for bailing, United Ag & Turf, for winning. The official Ag & Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back,
6: Back. Back. to Back. Media
0: Mash.
1: Smash! Right here on a Tuesday heading into Thursday's Thanksgiving Day game, Giants-Cowboys at Jerry World. Got James Slater, NFL Media, Kevin Gray, 105.3 The Fan, Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Two Longhorns, two non-Longhorns.
2: <laughs> Missouri Tiger, M-I-Z-Z-O-U. Are
4: y'all relevant anymore?
2: Don't Let's not – that's not what we're here to talk about I today. Mean, I remember we're asking not here to talk about back, today. y'all
4: ain't even relevant in basketball. Y'all used to be good in basketball.
2: What we did used look? to be very good in basketball. I mean, it's been it's some lean years, man. Goodness. You remember the old Big 8 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, go, they got
1: in the SEC, so they just
2: – Yeah, just we should have never saved. went the to the, the SEC. Should have oh never went God. there. Big 10 is where we should have went, but that's another conversation for another day. They didn't want you, sir. Look, we didn't want us in the SEC. Let us tell it. Let us tell it.
1: You've worked – it's okay. You're someplace, okay? you get a check.
2: We did make the SEC title game our first – First year in the conference, so that was great. That's long time ago.
1: That was that was a long time ago. That's, when, was, that's, was, that's time ago. when the East
2: was down. Yeah, I remember Trey Mason still <laughs> probably scored another touchdown. <laughs> Trey Mason was so good that day. He <laughs> so was smooth. so Before good that day.
1: Pre Kirby Smart, yeah man, man. yeah. man, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah time. Times have changed. Well, Times just have changed.
2: just a little bit. Just a little
1: bit. Yes. Okay, Micah Parsons kind of nicked up here, but he spoke in the locker room. Jane,
3: you know, I was interested in why all of a sudden did the run D. Put itself together, and I asked him. You know, I said I've literally got a dumb question. You said last week all it was was gap integrity and assignments. Was it that simple? And he said essentially the guys talked a little bit about accountability, but he said there were guys that were trying to go out there get a sack and they weren't doing the dirty work, and all of the guys sort of stepped up accountability. Said if if we all eat, we all do. If we all do what we're supposed to do, we're all going to eat. And I thought that was really insightful. But to your point about Micah Parsons today. Yeah, he's playing on Sunday. I think he's just a little nicked up. Interesting little fun fact for him, though. He's got zero sacks in his three career matchups versus the Giants. I find that kind of hard wow.
2: to believe.
1: Don't <laughs> Boy, sticking around there trying to get sacked.
2: <laughs> Daniel <Dillon was running. laughs> Jones only Escaping opponent that he's
3: multiple times and not sacked in his career. He had five QBs, one, uh, one tackle for loss. But you
4: know who does eat against the Giants? D-Law.
3: So does Doc. Yeah, D- D- really I'm just talking yeah. about sacks. But D-law, yeah. D-
4: D-Law eats against the Giants. I would say this about the run defense. And, and they had a great game against, against the Vikings. The Vikings were the own worst enemy. They let them off the hook. They didn't, they no. didn't they weren't stubborn against to force to run because they we got you know the great receiver in our offense we got a multiple mm-hmm. faceted offense and we got so many weapons we can beat you in so many different ways. Right. Be stubborn with the run against the Cowboys and, and they got and,
3: behind early right so they and they of forced and, to pass and, the and ball. that was
4: part of it yeah so they they had to abandon it so yes they stopped running against the Vikings but as, as Mike McCarthy said as as, as, as Parsons also said. They gotta prove it again.
3: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I was they, gonna ask you guys yeah, yeah, do gotta, you think it's fixed? I don't think it's no, fixed. No, because yeah. Dalvin Cook still averaged what six and a half yards. Per he, yeah, he
4: had 48 yards in the first half. They just didn't yeah. stick with it, you know, and then they couldn't stick it with him and became thirty-seven to three. But this week, Saquon Barkley they don't have any receivers
2: and Daniel He's go- Jones. Yeah, I was gonna say, yep. they
4: the Cowboys are going to have to stop to run, and that's what Michael said. You know, twenty six is our main focus because they're gonna put him in the wildcat. They're gonna force to run, uh, whatever they got to do, and they they gonna have to prove it. They gotta put their big bell pass on because. Barkley gets fast, but he's a big human. He's a yeah. big boy. He's a load to bring down. What did yeah. they
3: do to him last time? Oh uh, sure. yeah, eighty-one yards. He had a good game, yards. but yeah.
1: overall, there was one hundred sixty-seven yards rushing by yeah. the Giants against the Cowboys. Yeah, they ran well, and Daniel, and Daniel Jones, Jones got them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they and they got them. Yeah, and, and
4: so it. And, and, and the scary part for the Cowboys is, look at that injury report. Mm-hmm. Look at how many defensive linemen are sick. You is know, it a you stomach
3: bug or what is it's it? It's a
4: flu stomach bug, something yeah. Yeah. COVID. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean you illness. You, seriously. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, 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 and so something's going around and Quentin Bohanam missed last week's game He had now Jonathan Hankins has it, Dante Fowler has it, DeMarcus Lawrence has it, in addition to the foot and the knee and all the other Both ailments feet. that he he got. And so you got a short week and so
3: And they said guys are wearing masks. I didn't see any masks in the locker room today.
4: Well they they're probably talking about at meetings. And, and I mean, so, it, and, and yeah, because they need to. I mean, the defense line room is, is ravaged right now. Yeah. And, and so you got to stay away from each other and stay away from those guys and wear the mask and do whatever you got to so, do.
1: So, do they carry extra D linemen on that day? That's a good question.
4: You know? I I think that's a question. Yeah, I, I, I don't know because I don't know who's going to be ready to go who's healthy, you know, because let's be honest. Um, um, Calvin Joseph started the game as the Vikings and left at halftime because he got sick.
3: Didn't Tony Pollard have it the week before whatever was going around?
4: I I, thought I, I, thought I don't know. I and it. it was funny because I was talking to, you know, we were, we were talking to, um, me and Calvin were talking to um, Carlos Watkins, <laughs> and he said it was bus four. All those guys are on bus four. You know, going to the game. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Kelvin Joseph. We say we we so it's all the bus driver. On bus four. <laughs> now, no, no. All those, <laughs> those those defensive linemen. You, you know, what you... They, everybody hangs in, in in clusters and groups. Everybody got clicks and all those guys like to get on bus four, and they like to talk trash. They all in all grouped together, and they said they were all together on bus four. A lot of those guys on bus four got are sick.
1: Dalton Schultz. Was
2: Flu game ones for ones. all of them, right? <laughs> the Michael Jordan game for all of them.
1: Dalton <laughs> <When laughs> Schultz you say? got those his conversation. Like Dalton Schultz.
2: No, I don't think he's he,
4: – he don't hang with that group. <laughs> okay. he, he hangs with the tight end group. They're on a different bus, probably.
2: I do want to go back to something that Jane said about the accountability part coming from Parsons because this team has talked about all season long about the word resiliency, right? And part of that is the ability to talk to your player, to your teammate, and say, hey, look, we've got a chance to get something fixed here. How do we as a team go about fixing it? And to hear Parsons talking about that and the guys individually going to one another and staying that, I think that's huge. And if, even if it doesn't get fixed to the point where we feel like it should be where it's a top half, you know, run defense, at least they're aware of it so that those kind of mental mistakes, they're not afraid to go to each other and talk about it to be able to fix it. Because if that's the case, that's a good sign for me for a team that understands what the assignment is at this point, especially knowing some of the run defenses that or run offenses as you said, they're going to be facing here. He is- yeah, what's it, Jay,
3: uh, what's his face? Uh, Jonathan Taylor and the Colts right after this one. I
4: mean, it's yeah. just, and, and, and let's be honest. The Texas Damian Pierce, David is, Pierce is, good, is good. I mean, they got some backs J. coming. hurts again. Yeah, they got the Travis Etienne. You know, and, and they got the, and yeah. they got the big boy in Tennessee coming. They're going to have to Tear-kinner. prove They, they got <laughs> to prove they got to stop the run, weekend and week out. It's, you know what they did against the Vikings. You know that's that, that, nice,
1: is, but you can't trust them. Trust no, requires no, three no, things. No. Trust requires time, proof of consistency, which is why they got to back up what they're going to be able to do <laughs> against the Giants. And 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 you know, time will tell. Are we talking enough about what Trayvon Diggs and the Cowboys secondary did against Justin Jefferson, who had three catches for 33 yards uh, against the Vikings? Second year in a row, Diggs Jefferson and, and, and Jefferson was not heard from. No, and and, and it's I'm rush, surprised it's, they it's, went at him. They but they didn't. They couldn't. There was rushing
4: cover, and the quarterback was 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 seeing ghosts. I
3: mean, Sacked seven times. <laughs> he
4: was seeing ghosts by the end of the game. And <laughs> listen, I'm going to give. Uh, Diggs' credit. You look at not just last week, the week before, Aaron Rodgers didn't look his direction. You know, he's having his best season. He now not don't have the, the interception he had last year, but he's having his best season. And he's having a better season overall than he did last year. But the beauty of the game and, and, and is the rushing cover. And yes, Diggs did, they did their job. But Daniel Jones didn't have – not Daniel Jones, but Kirk Cousins didn't have any time to get the ball to anybody on a consistent basis because the Cowboys' defense swarmed. And that's why when Micah and, and and McCarthy talk about if you do what you're supposed to do on running downs, you get to have fun on passing down. Yeah. You get to eat. Earn the right to rush the passer because that's what you do best. And that helps everybody.
3: Well, it was Micah Parsons who gave me a fun little analogy. So I I said to him, you know, what did Dan do in the film room? I always love to hear like what videos because, you know, some of these coaches are just ridiculous the way they try to motivate their players. And he said it was really with his words. But he said, did you ever watch Karate Kid and Mr. Miyagi? And I said, yeah. He goes, you know, if you've got one stick, you can break it. But you've got a bunch of sticks together and you try to break it and you can't. And that was his illustration of how they played together last week. And I think that's what we saw. But I I think the frustration is – Man, you guys should have done that against the Packers. Like, what happened there? The Packers were so injured. I mean, that was
4: – I mean, there's no excuse for a Packers game. And, and, and it is – you're up 28-14. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I i go back – you know, if you don't have the interception, no matter whose fault it was, the Packers don't get back in the game then. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, but you're up 28-14, you got to close the door. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and, and so – Well,
3: as Dak said, Coach Mike McCarthy said it best, take a picture of how it felt. Take a picture of how it felt – when we were playing at our best? Because that's, I think, the question all of us has. We've seen this before. I think on this show last year we talked about, you know, getting up too high right. them not handling success. So I, I do love the fact that even Dak had said, you know, Mike McCarthy picked out the word resilience at the end of the year, not knowing right. all of the injuries and the setbacks they had. But they have so much depth at every position. And I love that he said, we're callous now based on what we've been through. And I think that there's something to that.
4: I got a question for you. And yeah. I was just thinking about this, you know, myself. Uh, considering how important the Packers game was personally. Yeah. And and, and the type of team they were, are they, they're trash. The,
2: <laughs> the Vikings are 8-1. Except when they see Dallas. <laughs> the Vikings are 8-1. Would
4: you rather have won the Packers game and lose the Vikings game? Or... Long term, would you rather they lost? Now that we see, I, I thought That's, about, a, that's I thought a good about question. You know Because gonna... no one would be questioning if you lost to the Vikings, if you beat the Packers. You lost to the if you beat and you lost to the Vikings on a close game, and you beat the Packers. No one's questioned anything about it. you. They said, "Well, it was a good team and on the road." But I like the fact how they, for long term, the fact that they did lose to the Packers, they came back and answered. In such an emphatic fashion after against the that, Vikings after that Vikings win they, against
3: the Bills the week before because right. you had everyone thinking
4: think no. Vikings are this, the team to be. this is this is going to be a, something they can build on and use this and this hope. three and one is you better hope. than that three and one right, to me but you
1: hope yeah 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 right. yeah this required them to have as your fellow Texas Longhorn Emmanuel Acho says oh gosh uncomfortable conversations. That they had to talk with each other about this. Yeah. You know, who, yeah, who are we? This was embarrassing. What are we going to be, and how are we going to handle? This? Or, or as Des Bryant to say, fix this.
6: <laughs> and, and, and
1: and they did. You don't, you know, you win that Packer game, you don't have it. You lose it the way they did. You had to have it, and then you saw what they did against Minnesota. So going back to what you said, I thought about the same thing too. Not that you want to go losing, but what do you do with the loss? Right. They've taken it from this, and then maybe you hope that they will continue to understand you come out here half stepping in the NFL, you yeah. can't get yourself, get your feelings. Right. right. Yeah. Right, right,
4: right, right. And it was funny because, you know, we were I guess he's getting back to Michael cause he's always such a great quote, you know, after the game he was talking about, you know, he, he brought the Kobe quote, you know, if I got something in my teeth, I want you to tell me. I want friends, people around me, to tell me I got some in my teeth. Where does he I want because it's, it's actually a he, Kobe quote. I know, but I'm
3: saying where but, he constantly has yeah, this stuff yeah. is that like his lunches with Dan Quinn and he's feeding no. He, that? It's
4: it's like he, constantly he, he read it. Something yeah. he said. It saw. And, and, but he is. but 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 and then he talked today about if I suck, I don't want you telling me everything's good. I don't want you telling me I'm great. I want you to hold me accountable. You know, if, if I'm playing bad, let me know I'm playing bad. i really rather you tell me I suck than I'm playing well. So after the press conference, he I said— He wants the truth. Yeah. yeah, after the press it conference. sounds
2: like said, it wants to be great. After <laughs> the press conference,
4: I said, Michael, you suck. He said, thank you.
3: Because <laughs> think about it. In the past, and I had talked to a, a former player here when I was trying to figure out what was going on with the run defense, and this person said, egos. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, there are a lot of egos on that, on that team. Have been for years. And I think that's defensively, I think— We've talked about this in the past. Even the hot boys were, like, really filling themselves a couple of years ago. And it. it I think that for the most part, they haven't really given themselves a name. They're not – they haven't been that flashy. I think Dan Quinn has done a really good job. You know, Dak talked about it, staying where your feet are. I feel like that group, for the most part, really wants to show up for Dan Quinn and show up for each other. But I do think that they were sort of – I don't know if there was, like, a jealousy or – You know, it was like every week we're seeing like a Sam Williams get a sack or a Doran Storms. I think some of them were sort of chasing the gaudy stats and some of them want to get paid next year. And so I get it, but I appreciated the fact that Micah Parsons was saying, look, we don't all have to get sacks, but if we each do our part— Eventually, all of us will.
4: Yeah, everybody's gonna eat it, and that's part of it. And that's and that is really what happened because everybody was chasing the flash plays. Yeah. it's fun. Let's run to the, the end style. zone. style. Yeah. yeah,
1: and everybody wants everybody wants to get the which, sex, which is an organizational issue that, that we have seen since since Jimmy Johnson's walked out of the door. Where you've got more people chasing style instead of chasing substance.
3: That's here. a great
4: point. And and, and
1: Michael Michael Micah Parsons is substance, and it goes back to uh, Kevin Garnett and, and Kevin Eastman who coached him with the Boston Celtics. When Kevin got there, he pulled the coaches and Doc Rivers all the room, and he said. Said, I need you guys to tell me the truth. Mm. And if you're gonna deal in truth, you must be able to live it, you must be able to tell it, and you must be able to take it. And we've all covered this team long enough around here. There's been a lot of dudes who could not handle the truth. They didn't want to hear it, they didn't want to tell it and want to take it. Jalen. And this this, <laughs> this <the> is, film. <laughs> this is the difference in Micah Parsons and the way he goes about his business. Let's squeeze in one more break here. Um A concern that we all had at training camp, which is no longer a concern. And it's kind of surprising. Safety, receiver. We'll see if we we'll get or, We'll go around the room and I'll receiver? see if they
4: all get it right. He's kind talking about like kicker. That's all he's talking about. Well, kicker. He's I hate like
2: kicker. you. Money Maher, baby. Like exactly. Money Maher. Magic
1: Maher. <laughs>
2: Magic Maher. Tease him. Tease him. Tease
1: Golly him.
2: He did try so. to tease him, but you messed up his
4: teeth. We're still, still concerned about the kicker, though. I mean, the, the receiver, though.
6: This is MediaMag media on DallasCowboys.com. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the season
0: is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling. United Ag and Turf for winning.
6: to Man. Media
2: Mash.
1: Media Mash on a Tuesday. James Slater, NFL Network. Kevin Gray, 105.3 The Fan. Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star-Telegram. And, yeah, I was going to bring up Brett Maher, a guy who we were training camp. <laughs> kicking situation was scary. Dude teamed okay. But, you know, thanks, Clarence. Well, why can't we talk about Brett? I totally
3: forgot. Who are the other two guys? The one Man, that – did Ira
1: Hiralahu. No, yes. but the kid Jonathan from- Garrett. The dude from Texas Tech. Texas Tech.
3: Yeah, he kept kicking oh, into our seventh NFL he network. A it was a <laughs> struggle bus. And <laughs> when they brought when they brought Brett Maher in, I remember being incredulous. I think Dave Hellman and I both were like, What are we doing? But I reached out to the Saints and they said that I mean, he had really turned his game around with New Orleans last year. Now obviously he didn't end up back on the roster. But I said, Did you send him to like rehab for like his foot? <laughs> like he's come back like a he's come back a new guy. Uh, went to but just, anonymous. <laughs> yeah, but they said that they really loved his approach and the way he showed up and so good for him. I mean, the way that he had what was the sixty yarder?
4: He's
2: not uh, once but twice.
4: Right, and then he did it again. It's like listen, okay. Listen, and we—I was here when he was here before, and he could kick. And you know, Jason Garrett used to set him up for those long field goals. But Brett Myers kicked more sixty-yard field goals than any kicker in NFL history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No hes kicked four in his career. No kicker has more than two. He's kicked one this year. He has seven kicks this year of 50 yards or more. That's not that, bad. That, that's that's the most in franchise history. And yeah, I remember in training camp and it was awful. So and, and we questioned all the way back in minicamp when they only signed Bay from Tech. They didn't bring anybody in. He was the only kick on the roster in minicamp. You know, and they they were like this guy. We love, we scouted this guy. We love this guy. He's going to use a great interview if you talk to him. And we yeah, we thought, I enjoyed him. Yeah, he got you know guy from California, and, and we thought it was going to be great. And he got the camp, and he was awful. And they brought in you know. Haralahu Lahu to compete with him and mm-hmm. he was awful and it was every day they were just missing <laughs> kicks and missing <laughs> kicks <It laughs> so was like hitting know, the NFL the, network all set. the, yeah. all the <laughs> questions you had about these other positions and y'all brought in these bums at kicker and I was talking about they should have brought in my boy Dicker. They let Dicker – they didn't even signed Dicker. They signed didn't he wind
2: have in Los Angeles? Dicker the kicker. Chargers. They, yeah, Chargers, they yeah. signed
4: Garabay, you know, and, and should have signed Dicker. Well, he was a better kicker in college, but that's a whole other story. And he's, he's winning games now.
1: But <laughs> Did they – They win the other night? Oh, no. Okay, I said he's winning but, okay. games. Patrick he's got, he's got
4: two him. NFL special – I mean, NFC special teams players of the week winning kicks. I, just, I just, but, they winning. But, just
1: said they winning. You just said he winning games. I, I just saw – Luke Stanley. He, 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 Staley he, he, Staley he can't.
4: He <laughs> can make up for that quarterback. Okay, that 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 quarterback. The head coach, the head, coach. Yeah, yeah. head coach. But Clarence, should there
3: at least be a conversation because we knocked the front office for not addressing certain positions, and then most teams, I think, you lose your left tackle, uh, you lose your starting quarterback. You know, your guard dealing, went out
1: in the first. game. Your left guard. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, you start looking at this team; they shouldn't be seven and three. They shouldn't have won the games they won without Dak Prescott. But this team in the front office kept telling us they believe in the young guys, they believe in what they drafted, they believe in this in the free agents that didn't take up a big piece of the pie. I think they deserve a little bit of credit from they, all of us they've saying been they have done, done a hell of a job. They do, and but they, you they... haven't broke the bank. And that's their big thing is they oh don't want they, to mortgage the future. <laughs> The way some of these teams have done. I mean, look with the Rams. The Rams have mortgaged their future.
2: And the Rams got a Super Bowl. I would take the Super
4: Bowl. And they, they got, and they would take the Super Bowl. And listen. They
3: let, caught lightning in a don't, Okay, Don't, don't listen
4: to it. me. It's about winning the Super Bowl. I, about, it's th- not about balancing the bank books. You're I not hear about
3: the
0: bank
4: Because are you try you to act like I'm wrong. But it's about well, so being hostile.
3: smart about the type of free agents you bring in. Like, what is the need and where do you spend the money? I understand that. That, it's sounds, that
4: sounds good. It does sound good. right
3: now, it's kind of playing out okay. Well, it's,
4: it's playing out okay, but you know we don't judge this team to the end of the season. If it, if, if they go out in the first round, it don't matter.
2: And, and, and that's and, and just so, fair.
3: But I think if we're going to dole out criticism, we have to give not. them a little bit of praise for what they've done. Well, right? and, thank you, James. And, and we've done that. <laughs> but let's
4: let's also. I've say, had trouble doing that myself. Let's I'm also say, say sure. they fell in the they fell in the mire. They fell into him. They, they had they to do it. They fell into
3: Jason Peters.
4: They fell into. They're They fell into a lot of stuff. Jerry <laughs> a they they fell, in fell into. In Jimmy they Jair. fell into Mike. They fell into. They fell into. There's genius now. Okay, someone is one genius. Let's
3: not genius. They fell into Micah Parsons. Can I tell you how many? They fell into Micah Parsons. I tell you how many teams had off the field concerns about Micah Parsons and that case against him at Penn State? There was some. I'm talking really good teams and coaches who told me they stayed away. And to his credit, Micah hasn't been an issue at all This no, the field. Is this great, guy has been yeah. a, there are so many teams kicking themselves for not yeah, having a Micah Carson, no, And they're about to fall into OBJ. Right. My word
4: on this. Yeah. I am yeah, with you right there because he wants to be here. He wants to be in a more of the city. He's falling He's falling to, the selling a
1: Taco Charlton. Tell them
2: Stop,
4: it. It. No, no, Stop hold it. Hold on. No, on. That
2: was a, a... No, hold on now. There has been, been no player that a, No, that history. was a choice. Yeah, that was a choice. There has choice. Been, there was
3: been no choice, player yeah. that has received more hate than that poor guy, Taco Charlton.
2: That
1: was
4: a choice.
2: Just like... Jaylen when I Smith see T.J. Watt a on a the choice. other side over in Pittsburgh doing what he's been doing, it's just... And then that, just, now they
1: got Tack McKinley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is just all That's the choice, yeah. them. But, 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 but,
2: but they didn't invest
4: much in him. See, it's okay we don't invest much. You know, we, we give him <laughs> credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> Balling <laughs> on a budget is what the Cowboys <laughs> like to do. <laughs> ball on a budget.
3: Tristan Hill's development? Hey,
4: listen, they, that was a choice.
3: Leighton Vanderesh, Esch, you can. I think he stepped up this year. I think they've got pieces around him, and I think he sort of responded to the fact that this year he doesn't have a contract. He's going to figure out what he's hey, going to do. How do
4: you view? Him we don't still a, we still don't know that he will be back next yeah, year. How do you, How do you view his Cowboy tenure? Eh, not for a first round pick. It's been a disappointment. Let's be honest about it. From what we saw as a rookie, first round pick, Pro Bowl to now. It's been a disappointment. I
3: think he was really aggressive, and then I think, unfortunately, much like Sean Lee, he dealt with injuries, and I think they kept switching him in Jalen Smith's role, especially with the new defensive staff. I thought he was really solid as a middle linebacker when they had him in there. It's
4: solid, but what I'm saying is—
3: But it does he live up first to the first-round first round tag? Yeah.
4: Special. He's going to be the new Erlacher with his size. Hey, but at least it's they haven't said goodbye morning. to
3: him. Look at some of these other teams that have said goodbye to some of no, the first-round picks.
4: No, he'll be— it could be an off season, but yeah, he's had a good. I mean, it's it's not been another without. team's
3: going to pick him up if the Cowboys don't. We'll yeah, give it, it a grade.
1: Way. Then give it a grade. It's been a C, a C. Yes, great. B minus. Great. A C plus. I give Vander Esch a B. I mean, you use a first round pick. A Player makes a Pro Bowl for you. You've gone to multiple playoffs with him,
3: and serious injuries.
1: Um, you didn't invest into a heavy contract, second contract with him. So, so well, you that's didn't why yourself. it's a
4: disappointment. The um, fact that you got a first round pick and you don't want to invest in the second round, you cannot and you get had to give to that a B. The option
2: on him too. Yeah, you
1: cannot well, get that. A B. I don't know if okay. they
3: declined yeah. it necessarily. You right, they were negotiating uh, it. They uh, both uh, walked away now, from the now,
1: table. Now with it, with the injury history, you
4: couldn't do it. Right. And, 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 but that's part of it, and, and, and let other teams tell it, that injury history was there during the draft. Okay. And, and that's why a lot of teams stayed away from him.
1: I you're talking they, about the neck, right? Yes. Yeah. I thought they should have taken the linebacker from Alabama. Tennessee took him, and they didn't pick up his option. So, um, Roquan Smith yeah. done pretty good. Like uh, I said, Cowboys uh, can well, pick Justin Jefferson. They picked CeeDee
3: Lamb. I mean, you're not going to hit all of them. But I think for the most part, uh, maybe they haven't hit on all their first-round picks, but they've done pretty good with their middle-of-pack picks.
1: Okay. Uh, we will not have the media match tomorrow, so let's go around the table and make the picks for the Giants game Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, before the Jonas Brothers hit the stage at halftime <laughs> where Kevin Gray will be glued to it watching it. So um, what you got?
2: Oh, boy, third game in 12 days. I'm going to take the Cowboys 27-20 to 20 over the Giants on Thanksgiving Day. Chill. It won't be that close. They Won't be that close, it'll be 28 10. Okay,
3: I'm not allowed to make picks and, as and a I, member yeah. of
2: NFL. You work for the league, okay. I
4: don't be betting you on get, them either. I don't want you <laughs> to get in <laughs>
2: trouble, um, but
3: man, there's money in that gambling space. Don't think I'm not researching all that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Her final days at NFL. media. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me the Cowboys to win this one 31 um, 19. I think this is mm. a, a game in which. Uh, they they come out and beat university. them by
4: double digit with Cooper Rush. The Cowboys are better. That offense is okay. scoring more points,
1: and they've got a lot of injuries right now. Yeah,
3: and and this is just and your, no offensive threats.
1: Your opportunity to make a statement game. Go in and enjoy your ten days off before you get ready for NBC Sunday Night Football against uh, the Colts. And I see Jeff what you did Saturday.
2: there. I see so, what you did there. That's good, company man. I hey see man, you. Man, hey man, NBC Five. <laughs> <do> that, <laughs> that will be a blowout too. The fighting Jeff Saturdays coming to AT and
4: T.
1: Thank you, Clarence Hill.
4: Thank you. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, news happy bro. Happy
1: Thanksgiving to you too, sir. You know, good luck to your horns, uh, you too, Jane. Good luck to the horns this Thank weekend. Is it is Alamo Bowl this year? Baylor, you know,
4: <laughs> <laughs> Big Twelve championship game against TCU. Okay, so we're rooting for him. Okay, K State okay. might have something to say about
1: that. I think K State uh, will get it done and, uh, at home against the the, the,
4: the wave. J-States. The week, we're rooting for the Jayhawk. Wave
1: <laughs> the week. <laughs> All right, Media Mash. Hey, thanks to Chris Beam, who produces it. Uh, Audio Jazz, Behind the Scenes, Big Will, Nick, everybody helps make this thing happen. We appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, from all of us here at DallasCowboys.com Radio. This has been a production
0: of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?